my favorite um, bumper sticker, or my current favorite bumper sticker. Horn broken, watch for finger. Uh, some of these I don't remember where they came from. But I'll make something up that might be better. It's kind of like when you're at the movies and you're watching a really bad film and someone leans in and says, you know, this is a true story. Does it really improve the film? And welcome to another episode of Stand By Your Band, the podcast where comedians defend music that other people don't like. What's that all about, Tommy? Tom, I don't know. <laughs> I'm, I'm doing this whole episode like this. Oh, God. I am, uh, I'm of course, joined by the Prince of Piss. Tommy Waits. <laughs> Tommy Waits. Tommy waits, Tommy waits, Tommy waits. <laughs> uh, how you doing, pal? You doing good? Uh, yes, I'm doing good. Oh, this is like the first time it. we've seen each other since. Uh, That's true. Since I got back, you saw the ants before you saw me. That's true. <laughs> uh, those ants, those ants were marching all over my room. I have about 200 ants in my room. I'm talking about the gay comedian from the. <laughs> Early 2000s, they suck. They're really annoying me with hokey jokes and not allowing me to move on in Last Comic Standing. Oh, wow. Yeah, they told me to get out. Um, no, I had 200 real ants. It sucks. Anyway, uh, <laughs> let's get to our guest today. We have John Bellantini. Thanks for coming on the show, dude. Thank you for having me. We are going to be talking Tom Waits. But first, how are you doing, pal? I'm doing pretty well. What's, uh, what's new with you? Uh, not, uh, not, too, uh, not, too much, not too much inane. You had Patton... You had Doug Benson and now Bill and so all <laughs> the, the Mount Rushmore. <laughs> <laughs> Those are the big four. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, do, I'm doing great. And I, I'm a big fan of the podcast. I'm yeah, a big fan of you guys it. in general, skins and people. Oh, you're a good man. Um, I think it's if Tommy wants to play with piss, he might as well. <laughs> hey, mean, now this is why you're here. I'm not, <laughs> I'm not saying I'm a fan, but you know what? If it makes you happy, Tommy. Tommy, I heard, uh, I was reading his journal the other day, and I'm really sorry for that invasion of your privacy there, pal, but he... Uh, he said that his dream is if he could get a fire hydrant and fill it with piss and dance around it in the streets. So I don't know. Now, why isn't my I have a dream speech as loud as, <laughs> as the other one? <laughs> I have a dream that the streets will be flooded with piss. So I chose, I chose that quote that we opened with. First of all, the bumper sticker thing is very... It's funny that he thinks like something a, sarta a sarcastic 13-year-old would think is funny is funny. Yeah, you know? yeah, yeah. <laughs> I saw a bumper sticker and Calvin was pissing all over. <laughs> yeah. He's, he's lay, way less cool than, than he makes himself out yeah, to be. Like, sure. He's like kind of like Anthony Bourdain where he thinks he's a badass, totally. but he's just kind sure. of an old man. He also and also I love that he talks about when you're in a movie and someone leans over to say this is based on a true story, which I don't think that ever happens. No, that's pretty rare. Except for when I saw the Amityville Horror, somebody did that to me. Someone act someone you didn't know? Uh, no, it was somebody I did know. That'd be really strange if it was somebody I didn't know, right? Yeah, well, that's yeah, what that I thought he weird. was saying. Is that what he means? I don't know. That's I don't think I I've ever had anybody lean over to me in a movie theater. 
Except for when I'm getting that sweet head. Damn. <laughs> that sweet movie theater bloge. Have I told my story of my one time a woman leaned over to me in a movie theater here? No. I, was seeing, I don't think uh, so. I was seeing the movie The Road. And uh, during the trailer, I pulled up my phone and answered a text very quickly, I thought. And this woman leans over to me and she goes, Out of respect for Cormac McCarthy... <laughs> Put your phone away. Oh, my God. Yeah. Have you no respect for the, ma- for the was... original Mac Man? <laughs> he was in the back of the theater the entire time, and he saw it. Yeah, yeah. Oh, he was so ashamed. Never <laughs> adapting another thing again. <laughs> Damn, Cormac. More you like your Cormac. blood meridian, now you're not going to get it. <laughs> uh, have you ever had anybody talk to you in the theater there, John? I don't think so. Yeah. No, I, uh, I, I don't even... Talk to interact with my wife when I'm in the theater. I just yeah, I like that. Yeah, yeah curl up in the corner, and stare straight. That's the out. only place you can get your wife to shut up. Oh no, <laughs> not just your wife. I mean, wives in general. Oh, we yeah, had, yeah, you know how wives are. That's just, yeah. oh, we had Tommy's girlfriend on the podcast. She talked the whole show. <laughs> Ask her a question. Off she goes. <laughs> she just answers yeah. it. <laughs> she had opinions on music, yeah, and it was you can't strange. win with these broads. <laughs> you really can't. Um, yeah, I was going to say, I don't like when friends talk to me at the, at the movies. I have like, a growing level of popularity. <laughs> what the hell so was that? Here's what happened. Okay. My computer shut off, and then I turned it back on, and then it immediately started playing this uh, Oh, interview. I see. I didn't realize that. If your thing's dying so hard, you can unplug it. It's not that. dying. It just sometimes it randomly turns off oh, as punishment like for it. my many sins. <laughs> <laughs> your parents have a, thing, a cap on it if you look at enough piss videos. Oh you have a, a, they let you look at some, but <laughs> you have a cap. Everything in moderation, yeah. <laughs> Oh, That's man. That's a good way to be raised. That's You're true. Good parents. Yeah, including murder. Finish your dinner, Everything. then you can play with piss. And yes. Makes sense. <laughs> How can you have your pissing if you don't have your piss? <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know which one to switch out, so wow. I just did both. I like it. Yeah. <laughs> let's, uh, let's talk really quickly about the subject matter today. Tom Waits, uh, here's the deal. I know... <laughs> Here's the deal. Well, we know Jerry Seinfeld tunes in a lot, and he always asks, what's the deal? And so, Jerry, here's the deal. This is our new segment, Jerry, here's the deal. Jerry, here's the deal. Uh, Yeah, maybe not everybody hates Tom Waits. I think the thing with Tom Waits is because he's kind of a niche taste, Mm -hmm. people... A lot of people don't hate; they just either don't care, or they don't, or they love, or they're very passionate. And about we it, found yeah. that with the Facebook comments today. But we're gonna listen to the. We're gonna do things a little differently today. Tommy got a wild hair up his old pisser, <laughs> and, uh, and decided, uh, what if we listen to the playlist first today, and then hold in our thoughts while we maybe seethe or maybe rejoice with okay. through your playlist, and uh, that way. The listener kind of gets an introduction to Tom Waits if you don't know him. Yeah, just because I think a lot of people won't have heard a lot of these songs. Yeah, and I also purposely didn't pick his best-known songs because, mm-hmm. honestly, his best-known songs were made popular by other people. Interesting. Like Jersey Girl is everyone thinks of as a Springsteen, Springsteen song. Yeah, Downtown yeah. Train is um, Rod by Stewart. By Train, of course. Yeah, sure. <laughs> <by> train. <laughs> train featuring Rod Stewart, yeah. <laughs> exactly. So, like, he doesn't really have singles so much. Mm-hmm. Right. It's just 50 years of songs. <laughs> sure. Yeah, yeah, of drunken rambling. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I hadn't heard any of these before, so I think that I, as well as the guests, or the... Well, you're the guest, but um, the listener will uh, will want to hear some of this. And these are in chronological order? Uh, yeah, they are actually in chronological order. Um, and what I tried to do was, because he has his catalog is so huge, 
I tried to sort of, they're not necessarily my favorite songs, but I was trying to pick things to represent the different eras in his career. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Uh, there are a couple that I picked for sentimental reasons, but for the most part, it was trying to cover everything because it's, it's if you, if some of the bands, like if it's Aqua, you know, <laughs> everyone's no. going to pick the six Aqua. Choose your words wisely. <laughs> oh, I did listen to that episode. Tommy, you may recall, Tommy shockingly gave <laughs> aqua a six i well, don't you lost. remember they're funny because they're like funny <laughs> yeah no, I, just, uh, you I know just meaning that there's things. so many to choose from that it's it's hard <laughs> here is something also when i saw now tom waits is from california yeah but you but you'd think saying that someone would make fun of you like, oh it's tom waits from california you'd think someone would be like no you idiot <laughs> as has happened in the past sure but uh, this time he is from california legendarily <laughs> once in the past yeah he's he started in new york he was he briefly performed in new york and then he moved to california Ooh, Ooh like uh led zeppelin yeah, going, going to California. To California. Mm-hmm. Great song. That's one of my favorite songs. Well, you know songs. who they met down there? Who's that? Danny California. Is that right? Also one of my favorite songs. <laughs> one of my favorite people. California, rest in peace. What's the next thing he says? Simultaneous, Simultaneous release. release. A disgusting lyric. That's pretty gross. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, because women can't come. <laughs> oh. That should have been one of his poems. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's listen to Old 55. This is the first track on this playlist. This is off of his first album. Yes, Closing Time. Based off the Semisonic song. Exactly. <laughs> Yeah, and this is, uh, I mean, right at the beginning of his career. It's, it's off of his first album. And it's during the time when he was essentially a lounge singer. Yeah. And he did that until he started collaborating with Kathleen Brennan, who became his wife. Uh-huh. And that's when his his music got like more experimental. Sure. And, and she's related to Neil Brennan, correct? Yes, I believe so, yeah. <laughs> she introduced she was, him to the three mics. Yeah, she yeah. was actually on the third microphone. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so I looked up. 
I went to a new site to to get some information about this song. This song is about Tom's friend Larry Beezer, who while on a date needed to get her back to Pasadena, and the only gear left on his car was reverse. So the song is about the drive back home in reverse with every car flashing him, a bunch of cars stuck behind him because he's so slow going backwards, being overtaken by trucks because he's going so slow, and even though everyone else on the road is mad at him, He's had a great date and is generally pretty happy. There's no way that's true. <laughs> <laughs> it says Tom discussed this on the VH1 Storyteller album, which probably means he's lying. Yeah, <laughs> I think the clip Tommy took was from the Storyteller. It's <laughs> where he admitted that he's he made make up stories. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, he seems like kind of a liar. He does. Uh, someone else wrote, writes, this is Tim Boking. Writes, uh, literal meaning is about driving his old truck home after hooking up. The deeper meaning is about death and after having lived a full life. Wow. That's what this podcast is about. Yep. The literal <laughs> meaning is people defending music that some people shit on. And the deeper meaning is about death and piss. <laughs> uh, yeah, that's a that's a great song. I really enjoyed that one. I love that song. I like his voice when it's like that. Yeah, <laughs> it doesn't scare it me. It wasn't. So much. It wasn't quite as gravelly. <laughs> and actually, was that your? Was that the first dance of your wedding? It was not. No. Whoa. No. It's uh, having heard the rest of this playlist. I'm very surprised to the, hear that. The next one is the was the oh, okay. first okay, dance that of my makes wedding. Sense. Tommy, any thoughts before we start this next I one? I thought it was great, and yeah, I thought I it was interesting that, that the Eagles covered it, because yes. the harmonies in the chorus are kind of Eaglesy. Yeah, mm -hmm. yeah. Uh, so it makes sense. But then I read that he didn't like their version. Yeah. He called it antiseptic. Ooh. <laughs> there weren't enough trash cans in it. Like, it <laughs> yeah, yeah. On things. Damn. All right, this next song is called I Want You. Yeah, and this, is, this was my first dance at my wedding. I want you to want me. <laughs> That's what I requested, Fooled and they them. played this instead. <laughs> Fooled them. I want you, you, you. All I want is you, you, you. All I want is you. Give you stars above, sun on the brightest day. Give you all my love. If only you would see that I want you, you, you. All I want is you. All I want is you. Damn, short and sweet. Yeah, and it was, it's not illegal because we cut three songs. <laughs> <laughs> I was, I was I telling Tommy was. earlier before we started recording that um, I, I hate to dance. So <laughs> that, this song was just short enough that I was willing to do the entire thing. Yeah, yeah, it was between this and a ringtone. <laughs> yeah. Well, he specifically designed it to help people when they were making power hours <laughs> because he knew that it's about a minute. and you're. <laughs> yeah, this is a specific phase of his career when he was really looking out for college guys. Uh, the one comment I read on here is perfect early Tom Waits. This song never gets old. Not much else to say. He wants her. <laughs> he hopes she wants him back. Damn. What a pretty song. And yeah, that, that's beautiful. That doesn't appear on any of his studio albums. It's only it was unreleased. It's on the early years. Damn. So you can't find it on any Do you know why that is? 
Uh, he just had a whole bunch of stuff, you know, before he put out his first studio album, like yeah. other things he had been playing, and so they just did a collection a few okay. few years later. He is wow. insanely prolific. He really is, yeah. It's to crazy. an alarming degree. <laughs> yeah. Tommy, you ever felt that way? That I'm too prolific? No, no, no. <laughs> With my one podcast a week? <laughs> <laughs> Sometimes I worry that you're too prolific. I'm burning the candle at both ends. <laughs> you ever been that in love there, Mac Man? Oh, every Tell day. us a story. <laughs> Weave us up. Weave? <laughs> All right, let's, let's move on to uh, Hang On St. Christopher. And this is where he actually starts to get more into the sound that people associate with him today. Yeah. Funkier already. Hang on, St. Christopher, to the smoke and Buckle down the rumble seat, let the radiator fall. Got an overhead down shift in a two-dollar grill. Got an 85 cabin on an 85 hill. Hang on, St. Christopher, on the passenger side. St. Christopher, the patron saint of travelers. It's true. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Tommy, what do you think about that? You're a Catholic man. I enjoy sainthood. <laughs> <laughs> Hope to someday be canonized. <laughs> You're most of the way there. Yeah. You dropped off that year of generosity, so I don't think it's going to happen. I that was the year that, of yes. pies. No, it's that. not the year of pies. <laughs> Get the fuck, what the fuck is it? First of all, I was going to make an announcement. Oh, fuck. I'm sorry. I thought you already did. <laughs> oh, I, I, I saw it on Facebook, I think. I, I, or I, Twitter, maybe. Yeah, but the podcast fans are a different breed. <laughs> You mean they, they don't follow you on every form of social media? They're, they're all illiterate. You got to tell them these things. They can't read. Are you just well, talking about Tim McLaughlin right now? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Man, God, we read one of his statuses. I don't even know Tim. I've never read, him. Let's read one of his statuses and see if it makes any more sense than. Uh, than Tim is the Tim is the Tom Waits of comedy. <laughs> He's just a vaguely homeless drunk, <laughs> mostly incoherent. He he opened for me this week at, uh, at the comedy. He did a great job. It was very first set he fucked up his first joke it was so funny he tried to add like a new thing to it he's like oh damn that didn't make any sense <laughs> <laughs> it was, it was really one of those great. things he didn't have to say he could have just moved on yeah 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 but boy what a piece of shit i also asked him if he had i told him to bring gym clothes and he said i don't have any <laughs> nice I don't think it really matters, but actually, I believe Frank's Wild Years was after Rain Dogs, just in the order. Ooh. Oh, that is. Uh, I, sli- I slipped that one. <laughs> I slipped that one in today. I had something else there, so. I, yeah. uh, eh, this one actually makes some sense, I guess. Let's see. I don't think he does a lot of de- Tom Waits does a lot of devil lyrics. Yeah, he does. He does yeah, he which I I don't mind that. Except you know me, I don't fuck with that devil. Me neither. I don't like the devil. 
And I don't really support his politics, but God, he is hot. Well, <laughs> That's very true. His most he, famous Very lyric. well-tailored suit. <laughs> that so. is true. And hey, how about that tail? Yeah, it's pretty hot, too. Uh, Tim McLaughlin says, dude, this is crazy. I don't think it is like this for all of them, but at the end of Avengers Infinity Wars, the credit scene was a video of me trying to suck my own dick. <laughs> well, that's been a status with Tim. <laughs> and then a similar, here's a Tom Waits quote that I find to be similar. He says, don't you know there ain't no devil? It's just God when, God, he's, when drunk. he's drunk. Yeah, that's right. That's a oh, cool quote. That's pretty good. That's almost as good as Tim's status. <laughs> <laughs> I, I think that's in Going Damn. Out West, actually. That's a great we'll quote. To. I really like that. I like. I think that the there's no such thing as the devil. There's just Tommy when he's drunk. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I am making deals with a fiddle. Often. <laughs> uh, this next song is called Singapore. It sounds. It's basically David Nelson zombie Feels like it would be in Pinocchio or something. <laughs> he has a lot of songs that sound like sea shanties. I feel like this is probably the the prototypical one. Rain Dogs is a really one of his most famous albums, actually. Hey, every okay, merchant yeah. marine needs a theme song. So. <laughs> <laughs> uh, the legend Tom here continues the sailor theme from his previous album, Swordfish Trombones, particularly the second track from that album, Shore Leave. It also has shades of the opening track of that album, Underground. Both are jumpy, up-tempo, uh, introductory tracks about a world of misfits. But where Shore Leave was downbeat, low-key, and focused on the minutiae of a rainy trip, Singapore is a tour of a carnival of misfits. Oh, and the lyric is, is Rope of Sin, not Sand. That's the correction of the lyrics sheet from above. You mm. guys don't need to know that. Uh, the land of the of Nod equals falling asleep, obviously, but Nod was also the land that Cain took for uh, uh, took off for after killing Abel in the Bible. Interesting. Making feet for children's shoes equals a euphemism for sex. Now, Tommy, you love that sort of shit, right? <laughs> pervert. In uh, the land of the blind equals. Uh, this is a quote from Erasmus. Er- Erasmus. Erasmus, I think. My bad. Uh, Jeff Asmus. Uh, <laughs> Oasis defender. Um, yeah, that's. Uh, uh, there's some song facts for your asses. Uh, I think that every musician should be limited to one sailor-themed album. <laughs> you can't continue that to another album. <laughs> nah, fuck that. Yeah, it's I, also he has like a carnival theme in a lot of his songs too, and I think this is that's what scares definitely me so carny. Much. Yeah, <laughs> I don't like carny tunes. <laughs> me neither. Uh, oh, here's a comment that's pretty important. It's from Edward Thomas. I'm from Singapore. Makes this song twice as awesome. <laughs> Thanks for contributing to the podcast. <laughs> oh boy, <laughs> I get that way with Cleveland songs too. So I understand. Oh, yeah. so what Cleveland songs that? are there? Cleveland Rock. Cleveland Rock. I know that. Is there anything else? That's probably uh, it, right? 
uh, the the Pretenders. Uh, I went back to my city was gone. Ooh. I went back to Ohio. Sure, and that one that's like concrete jungle where dreams are made. Yep, yep. That's of. That famous Cleveland song. Talking yeah. about Cleveland. Danny Cleveland by the Red Hot Chili Peppers. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Ooh, I like that that got referenced <laughs> twice on this episode. <laughs> <laughs> Going to Cleveland <laughs> in a big jet plane. <laughs> All right, let's hear the next song on this playlist, which is Going Out West. Cleveland. <laughs> this is a song that got me into him. Ooh. And also, a lot of people know this because it's on the Fight Club soundtrack. Nice. That movie gets me fucking fired up, man. And the, the devil lyric is in, is in this song. Huh? How about that? How do you guys feel about that? I, I, it's one of my favorite songs of all time. I love that song so much. The, apparently, there's a cover from Queens of the Stone Age, and I kind of want to hear that. Old ninety so sevens covered it too. Ooh, there's I like, like the four different in the movie covers. Clay Pigeons. Oh, yeah. There's like f- this movie's this song's been in two different movies. Damn. Uh, this this song's been covered like four times by pretty major sources, but I. Want to hear the Queens of the Stone Age one? You just like bands that kick women in the face? Is that that what happened? Oh, Josh Holm kicked a female photographer in the face. Well, in that case, we have to listen to it. Oh, it's not on here. Damn it! You know what? I'm actually mad at them. He should cover "Sorry" by Justin Bieber. (laughs) (laughs) Is it too late now to say sorry? Cause I kicked you at the bingo party. Yeah, that works. Uh, all right. Well, we can't find the cover, so that's fine. Um, we still enjoyed that song well enough. Yeah, of the uh, of the up tempo ones, that was my favorite. Yeah. Of the up tempo ones you sent us. Uh, it's very cool lyrically. I really. Enjoyed I think the it. devil stuff is. I I like devil lyrics. <laughs> uh, the album it's on Bone Machine is actually it's my favorite Tom Waits album. It's the first one I bought, and I love every song on it. And and it's more electric than most of his other albums. Uh huh. Like okay. I think, I think it's more accessible. It is, yeah. It's just kind of more punk, yeah, electric guitar that I didn't hear in the other uh, Carney stuff. Well, this one's written from the perspective of an interesting character. In this case, a gruff man who is endearingly over serious about his dream of becoming a Hollywood actor. Ooh, so there you go. So, did the Pixie song "Bone Machine" come before or after this? Uh, before the name of the album. Um, yeah. 
This was released I think it was in ninety two. Bone Machine was in ninety two. Interesting. So who knows? No one will ever know. <laughs> I wonder if I can uh, find that right here. I was about actually. to do that. Yeah. Yeah. Da, da, da. I'm looking here. When did Surfer Rosa come out? Pixies. Nineteen eighty-eight. Okay. Oh shit. So take so that time. So Tom Waits ripped them off. <laughs> yeah. yeah. A damn thief. Not as original as he thought, huh? But hey, bitch. <laughs> the other the other Tom Waits song a lot of people know is. Um, down in the hole because it was the theme song for yeah. the oh and shit here comes your man I totally uh, forgot damn. that was Tom Waits damn alright uh, yeah he does love the devil <laughs> what is that about huh Tommy how do you feel about that devil you're not I'm a, a saint <laughs> uh, let's hear Chicago uh, this is off his most recent album Wow, Chicago is so two years ago. <laughs> I like that because I'm from Chicago, <laughs> so it's twice Double as nice. awesome. Yeah. <laughs> I actually, I like the title track "Bad as Me" more, but I, I picked Chicago since you guys had lived yeah, in from Chicago. Chicago. <laughs> Hell yeah, good. Choice. And also, I'm trying to convince my wife to move to Chicago, so Ooh. I think I'm just going to start singing this. Tour. Oh no, why are you doing that? I uh, tired of these tired of New York City, <laughs> tired of these surly sidewalks. So you're saying I, I I like big cities, but I'm also a Midwestern guy, so I might as well have both. Sure, sure, sure. Chicago is a fine city, and. Uh, we were glad to have lived in it at one time of our lives. I speak for me mm, and Tommy. Maybe things will be better in Chicago, as Tom Waits once said. <laughs> <laughs> I do love that in songs or movies, characters thinking life will be better in a different place. I don't know why. Yeah, I yeah always enjoy of course. It. That's what's uh, so great about, um, what's that old, I mean, the Homer's Odyssey thing. The, oh, brother, where art thou? Ooh. It's not like a movie about I thought you were talking about Homer Simpson, place. and I was thinking the ghost. Chili episode. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's the spiritual the, Odyssey. The thing, The Simpsons. <laughs> uh, that show with Homer. <laughs> uh, let's see, Mister O nine three two four two. He had something to say about this song. Typical grass is greener on the other side. Song still very good though. <laughs> <laughs> 
What a weird dismissive comment. <laughs> Typical. I mean, sure, I liked it, but it was so trite. Come on. Yeah. <laughs> Typical. Uh, let's see. Sounds like a man who is feeling troubled about his decision to follow a girl from away from his home to Chicago specifically. He's only going because she's going, and he doesn't know if it's going to be better or not, but he hopes it will be. <laughs> Thanks, uh, Anna Land, for your comment Ooh. on this song. Uh, on songmeanings.com. <laughs> nice. <laughs> what do you got there, Mac Man? Uh, nothing. Oh, you just said, ooh, but it was about that about comment. About you. Yeah. <laughs> oh, okay. I did not think that that was going to bar any kind of response. Uh, yeah, I, you know, it's, it's about, uh, it's about moving somewhere for a lady. I did that. This, this song should be called Ohio. <laughs> <laughs> and it doesn't work out, Tom. <laughs> Oh boy! Uh, so that was the playlist. Then you're from Ohio. I'm like from uh, Cleveland area. Just from the Cleveland. Okay. Yeah, nice. I'm from o- actually right outside Oberlin, where Oberlin oh, College nice. is. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, our friend Lena went there. Oh, oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> friend of the pod. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> you know, your, your other friend Karen O. Of course. Well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Of course. yeah. 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 I just said yeah, that yeah, unintentionally. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Um, should we save uh, this other song for later because it's not really a part of the playlist, or do you want me to play it now? Oh well, we've got the phone. Why yeah, not? So, yeah. I also phone. threw uh, under our Spotify playlist. I threw my favorite Tom Waits song, a song I like to listen to around Christmas time. You'll hear why. Yeah, this one's great. <laughs> Halloween is a good. Instead, he got the idea to just reference places in Minneapolis. Yeah. My old man plays the trombone, works out at the track. Has Craig Finn talked about Tom Waits? So, in fact, I I don't even think they've done any Tom Waits covers. At least not any that are well known. Because you'd think that you know interesting voices. Yeah, you would think so, and and. Uh, stories are like story songs. Yeah, totally. Give me ring. I'm gonna read the song text while we listen to it. Yeah, it's pretty loud. Uh, yeah, in New York City on November 21st, 1985, Waits preempted a performance of the song with a story. I was in Minneapolis. It was 200 degrees below zero. <laughs> I know you think I'm bullshit. No, I swear to God. I was wearing just a bra and a slip and a kind of dead squirrel around my neck. He was colder than I was. The police cars would go by and they'd wave. Merry Christmas, Merry Christmas, Merry Christmas. Anyway, I got caught in the middle of a pimp war between two kids in chinchilla coats. They couldn't have been more than 13 years old. Throwing knives and forks and spoons out into the street. It was deep. So I grabbed a ladle, and Dina Washington was singing Our Day Will Come, and I knew that was it. <laughs> That's a good That's story. 
<laughs> oh, Nico Case uh, recorded a cover of I this heard song. It. It's very sad. Damn. That's enough of this. The hell? Damn. That's a good song. <laughs> Best part. Live with my folks. I just like that part. Live with That's my pretty folks. Good. Pretty good. So it's about a lady who's pregnant, blah, blah, blah. Who cares? Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> There's a whore on the street. This is another one of those hooker Christmas card songs. <laughs> if, anyway, pretty good. <laughs> if it changes your scores, you can swap that in, too, for Singapore later. <laughs> <laughs> the Oompa it Loompa will, from hell song. It would absolutely change the score. <laughs> But we won't reveal those scores until no, the I, end. Of I this. respect that you put it in there, just because it is. I feel like emblematic it, of a lot of his it career. Yeah, it really is. It would be a lie to put on only the first two albums yeah. and stuff yeah. like that. There yeah. was um, one of his albums, Alice, which is uh, all about Alice in Wonderland. Yeah, and I, I originally had a song in there called Tabletop Joe, Ooh. which is the story about a guy without a without a body. He's just a oh, head. Wow. And he just Damn. hangs Should out on top of a table. We'll yeah, why not? We're just having fun. Tabletop Joe. Let's find it. I said it as if I already had it pulled up. And Is I Tabletop did Joe uh, in any relation to Run Around Sue? Do you think they're friends? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because Sue could run. Uh, Sue has legs. Yeah, <laughs> He's yeah. only a head. Oh, they're a perfect so match. They're, yeah, they're, they're yin and yang. So. Damn. Yeah, I almost included this. <laughs> Like, uh, New Orleans jazz band. Like yeah. yeah. Where my mama didn't want me on the day I was born. Yeah. I was born without a body. He gets right to it. Everything you need to know. <laughs> He's telling me. Growing on me, yeah, I liked that. That's cool. That was pretty good. And that I liked how gravelly his voice was there I too. Ain't got nobody. That's pretty good. I like the that was, <laughs> That's, That's a little, little bit of um, David Lee Roth. Right <laughs> <laughs> yeah, what what we should? Damn it! I wish we could find some uh, examples from other <laughs> cartoons. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that he covered, but or that he sang about, but that's all right. Wait, so let's talk about. Can I get the chord? Yeah, yeah. Uh, so one thing I, for some reason, had not heard about, which I'm sure you've heard about, that people think that Heath Ledger's Joker character was based off Tom Waits. Have you heard this? I I actually have not heard that. Oh boy, no. you are in for a treat. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So I'd never heard that until today, and then people like, people are upset. There's this one interview from 1979. Uh, where people think that Heath Ledger based his performance off that. So I'm going to play clips, and you guys can guess <laughs> whether you think they're from Tom Waits or from the Joker. <laughs> All right, let me know what you... And they're each about a minute and a half long. <laughs> so you have a lot from of time. the uh, intercontinental United States, uh, Japan, and uh, I travel extensively in Europe as well. We can't mm. guess until the end, right? Uh, yep. <laughs> no, I don't do Pay half that. I, uh, they tell me you have a new market now in Ireland. Is that true? Yeah. I've performed in Dublin and done very well there as well. You look uh, like a leprechaun. You should do well there. 
Well, I, uh... I stabbed him with a pencil. I'm also big in Philadelphia. <laughs> Excuse me. I feel like I'm at my grandmother's. <laughs> So what do you guys think? That's very obviously Tom Waits. <laughs> I'm going to go Joker. Give me your evidence. <laughs> <laughs> well, I don't think, to my knowledge, I don't think the Joker spent any time in Ireland. So and I don't think he has a fan base <laughs> That there. was the one thing that threw you off. It was. <laughs> I, hearing that now, though, I can definitely hear the voice. Like yeah, It does feel sure. like Heath Ledger took a lot of the voice. Now, wait. Let's listen to this. Could be either of them. Let's wind the clocks back a year. <laughs> These cops and lawyers wouldn't dare cross any of you. <laughs> I mean, what happened? Did your, your balls drop off? Hmm? You see, a guy like me... Freak. <laughs> a guy like me... Look, listen. I know why you choose to have your little... <clears throat> group therapy sessions in broad daylight I know why you're afraid to go out at night the Batman okay who do you think that one was well uh, they didn't say whether or not he looked like a leprechaun or not, <laughs> so I'm not sure I don't know if that guy's been to Ireland or not <laughs> That uh, that je- th- that leprechaun line is the, the craziest part of this. Yeah, watch it's that so whole awkward interview. to just say that to somebody. We were talking about that earlier. What a weird thing to like just say to somebody in the middle of an interview. He's yeah, it's like, a nine right, minute interview, so. and it's interesting because Tom Waits answers every. Oh, so question. it is Tom Waits. Okay, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that that second one was actually his intro to a Christmas card from a hooker in Minneapolis exactly. from VH1 Storytellers. <laughs> that was VH1 Storytellers. Yeah. <laughs> Um, but yeah so it's like a nine minute interview and this guy is just like acting like it's really awkward the whole time but Tom Waits answers every question he (laughs) asks him so I don't know why he's acting like he's difficult this is an interview where he is being difficult this is a press conference we'll listen to a little of from 2008 calm down calm down hold your horses baby we'll get to all your horses What? I, I dated your mother? Oh my god. Uh, how is your mother? <laughs> well, he laughs at his own plans of tours? Oh. Well, I'm, I'm glad you asked that. Um, frankly, there's absolutely nothing that's random about it. If you think about it, from the beginning of time, we've all looked to the night sky for guidance and meaning. I mean, how did the Magi find the Christ child in the manger? The question was, who plans the tours? (laughs) And when we're all lost, what do we do? We look up to the night sky. So I just want it really quick. He pulls down like a big poster board with the names of all the cities that he's going to. I connect the towns It's in the shape of the Big Dipper, right? Yeah. And our route across the great southwest, starting with Phoenix, Arizona, you'll see a pattern starting to emerge. And you'll notice it has a corresponding night constellation. The constellation Hydra. 
Now, as you watch over here, the first letter of each town forms what we call an acronym. It doesn't, first of all. <laughs> no, no. He's the Jumbo. <laughs> P E I I used to think he was like delightfully weird. The older I get and the more exposure I have to him now, I'm just like, let's unlock this further. Oh, this is definitely good drive, yeah. He's like, I just, I guess I still have to be weird. I've been People. doing it for 40 years. Envy, happiness. Dogs, though, sense courage. Knowing jubilation means better assets. That's it's, Tom it's Waits. not an acronym oh, when they're, the letters are already other words. Yeah, 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 yeah. it makes no sense. He's just like... Totally wasting time. Oh yeah, <laughs> and sure. uh, now uh, we have exposed that to you, the listener. So, uh, what do you think if you're God, Tom Waits? Now, uh, let's go to Jared. Uh, before I forget, he left us a voicemail. Can I get that cord back from you, there, brother? Um, Give you the cord <laughs> back to my folks. <laughs> All right. Oh, come on, my damn phone. All right, so this is Jared Thompson, the owner of the Comedy Attic in beautiful Bloomington, Indiana, where I was just at this very weekend. Ooh. Thanks for everybody who came out. I love you. I appreciate it. And without further ado, this is Jared. What's up, y'all? It's this week's they went to Jared. The boys are going to have a guest on defending Tom Waits. This is tough, again, uh, because Tom Waits is one of like a handful, like Leonard Cohen, uh, maybe a couple others, who are like known as this legendary, even if it's sort of like a culty thing, artist that I have almost no depth of knowledge on. Uh, the times that I have listened to Tom Waits, I mean, it's just like embarrassing sounding to me. Like, I just, I don't understand like why he sings like that. Like, it's just, <laughs> it's very unpleasing to my ear. And it just seems like it's not, I don't know. Like it's it's definitely not for me. But sort of like when it comes to Bob Dylan uh or even to a Tom's going to think this is funny, but even like the Counting Crows. God damn, I can't believe I'm saying that. Where like you kind of have to trust that there are people with good opinions of music who like the who like the band or artist. So it's possible that I just don't get it, I guess. I mean, but Man, his voice is just horrible. Uh, I, I just, it just doesn't sound like music to me. It's just, um, I don't know. Anyway, uh, great seeing you, Tom. Uh, for, for everyone listening out there, Tom has become one of the best comedians in the country, and it was just wonderful to have him here last weekend. So I'll talk to you guys Oh, later. my God, Jerry. That was so nice. Holy he, shit. He only went to Bloomington because the Constellation map worked <laughs> out that way. <laughs> That's true. And hey, why'd my check bounce, Jared? <laughs> you think this makes up for that? <laughs> no, I love you, Jared. My One of my, I think, greatest uh, joys in this life is ha hearing Jared maybe question counting crows. <laughs> <laughs> I was, I would have been okay with Jared's <laughs> opinion on Tom Waits, but I really like the counting crows too. Oh, hell yeah. That's where he lost yeah. me. This is a pro counting crows podcast. First and foremost. I, I think that I maybe knew at some point that Jared didn't uh, love Tom Waits, but I had forgotten. I was kind of surprised to hear that because I feel uncool for not like, like not loving Tom Waits a lot of the time 
where it's like because I I th- I know that this is maybe a stretch, but I love Modest Mouse, mm-hmm. and there's similar themes in the music. Oh yeah, yeah. It's very much like I'm a like. It's a big. It's a lot of booze and music. Yeah, where they both like to get rid. Yeah, talk about getting yeah, really drunk. And they both seem to be people who love Bukowski or something. Yeah, like it's shit that I'm in. Like Modest Mouse, uh, they're they're really subtle about that. <laughs> they literally have a song called Bukowski, but who would want to be <laughs> such an asshole? These bands that mythologize drinking. That's what they say. <laughs> mythologize. Drinking. Is that what they say? That's what they say. You need to mythologize for the things you've done on this podcast. <laughs> That's I, not what that <laughs> word means at all. <laughs> I also just because it rhymes with apologize. I saw an article today. Uh, Tom Waits, uh, he quit drinking like 25 years ago, too. Oh, shit. Yeah. So. Oh, we have to read this Facebook story real fast. Oh, uh, yeah. It's uh, Somebody posted a Facebook story right now, and I'm really interested. <laughs> no. uh, has anybody used Facebook stories? Well, now they cross-post the Instagram stories. Oh, they do? Yeah. Weird. Mm-hmm. All right. So my friend, Jess Fielder, who I went to high school with, and uh, she's a great lady, she... Um, Wrote, oh, I've got a Tom Waits story. My ex-stepdad is a drummer. Told me he went to record a track uh, for Tom Waits in New York. When he arrived at the building and got out of the cab, he practically had to step over a bum smelling of booze and sleeping in the gutter to get into the building. Made it upstairs, waited for 10 minutes or so, and finally Tom shows up. He was the bum. (laughs) Said he was up late and figured he'd better just sleep outside if he wanted to make it. Max said he came in and killed it. Uh, P.S. All the World is Green is my favorite song of all time. Strangely, I've never much gotten into any of his other music. Just that one. I don't know that song. I don't know that song either. Should we put oh, YouTube yeah, in? Yeah, I guess yeah. we should listen to it. Let's see if it's on... Uh, da, da, da. What if it's just someone else? It's a different <laughs> artist completely. <laughs> I, watched, I watched one of his Letterman videos, and he was talking about, Yo, when I was in New York, everyone was jogging. And uh, he goes, I thought it was an acronym, you know, Jamaican's on green. <laughs> and I was like, oh, man. He didn't have through. Like, he just loves G-I-N-G. acronyms, yeah. I guess. His, his old Letterman interviews are a lot of fun. He just chain smokes through all of them. It seems like Letterman gets a big kick out yeah. of him, which is nice. This is All the World is Green. I'm going to skip up a little bit, actually. Oh, that's all blood bunny. Yeah, I don't know that one as well. All against the sea to have a better life. Marie, you are the wild blue sky. I like that. Yeah, that was a good song. Damn, good call, Jess. He uh, he released when he released Alice. He also released Blood Money, so he did them both at the same time, uh, and it was supposed to reveal like two different sides of of. Uh, yeah. I guess how he was feeling at the time. Yeah, uh, a lot like uh, Connor Oberst did. Uh-huh. Right? <laughs> the real question when is: he did Digital the... Ash and um, when is Tommy going to release Alice? <laughs> you know, that lady he's got tied <laughs> up in his room. Uh, that's incredible. Hey, what a prolific bastard! Yeah. Um, let's read some more comments here. The one that's got everybody all stirred up here is <clears throat> from our buddy. Chris Calagero, who's really <laughs> rubbing people the wrong way, he writes, the worst of the worst, man. Like if that evil clown car from Twisted Metal formed a Bob Dylan cover band. <laughs> Which, 
having listened to what we've listened to today, when I read that originally, I was like, you know what? I love that. It's I love to hate something before I listen to it because then it's mm. one less thing for me to have to learn about or listen to. And people are going to shit on me for not knowing a lot about him already, but whatever. Um, Chris and but, I have very similar taste in music, too. So that's shocking. So, yeah, a little bit. But you love Twisted Metal. so Oh, yeah, I did. <laughs> I used to love Twisted Metal. What a, a weird-ass game. I never played it. Ooh, doggy. You should, uh, I mean, you don't need to go back. <laughs> yeah, <so laughs> I think I'm fine. Yeah. You can drive around an ice cream truck, though, and shoot missiles at people. Pretty oh, good. Nice. <laughs> Just like the real world, if you ask me, Whoa. these days. In this America, uh, Justin Sadkin says, uh, I saw an industrial punk band live once in a venue way too small for that they use speaker distortion as an instrument and not in some genius way where it doesn't sound like a broken speaker those people thought that was good so who knows man same with black licorice this is a guy who loves uh loves uh tom waits and arguing with chris uh rain dogs is one of the greatest albums ever says brett erickson um uh some people were offended that we even are doing this episode which is a good uh, thing to vocalize. It, it's a good way. It's a good use of your time and our time. Hey, Max Fine, get fucked. <laughs> uh, let's see here. Do you have plans for a U.S. tour? Oh, this is uh, this is someone asking Tom Waits questions. I think this person is thought it, that we had Tom to Waits on the show. <laughs> oh God, that's great. Uh, Samuel Hollis says he sounds like what a garbage disposal would sound like if it sang. Got his ass, Samuel. <laughs> <laughs> uh, David Glasspool says probably one of Are my Are these least... names real? <laughs> Sadkins, Glasspool, well, Sadkins Fine. Is, Sadkins, <laughs> you know Fine is real. Uh, Sadkins is a nickname. His oh, name's Adkins, okay. but he's a sad man. Yeah, I get it. Uh, let's see. I could have made the leap. From... <laughs> <laughs> uh, Glasspool, uh, David Deadpool says... Uh, <laughs> Probably one of my least favorite recording artists. He sounds like a drunk cookie monster. <laughs> Just could never get into his music. I feel that. <laughs> I <laughs> pretty good. My, my first job after college, I was working at my alma mater, and we had two law students who were interning for the summer. Uh-huh. And we would listen to music in the office, and I played Tom Waits one of the first days. Yeah. And then I tried to do it again, and one of the interns said, no, I don't want to listen to the Cookie Monster guy. <laughs> oh, wow. Damn. So that's a common And then burn he played the him. Black Crows, and I hate the fucking Black Crows. Uh, people people either love the Black Crows or, or like them. Sounds Those like you need options. to talk to angels, <laughs> like she did. <laughs> uh, Bob Grinnett says, I'm convinced people all agreed he was cool and decided to pretend to like him. There is no such thing as being in the mood to listen to an old drunk mumble. Well, some of us don't have stepdads, do we, Bob? Uh, let's see, David Twighty, this is a bad opinion on anything, uh, arguing with Bob. Man, a lot of uh, controversial opinions on people here. People got mad. Yeah, a lot of people were mad in this thread. There's a lot of comments on here. If you want to check it out, go to my Facebook. Uh, I, I feel like all the Minnesota comics were, were very defensive about Tom Waits. That so. makes sense, because they're stupid and hillbillies <laughs> who uh, think that they're smart. Uh, and several of them have been on this show recently. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, I understand why people don't like him. Like I, I love Tom Waits, but I completely get it. Yeah. Oh, I'm surprised Zach Peterson says, uh, never has there been a cool guy to listen to that I have felt was more unlistenable. It's all pretense and zero actual actual enjoyment for me. Damn. Zach needs... Uh, we're going to bring Zach out now right now to fight you. Damn. So. <laughs> uh I didn't I see to, that one until fine. just now. Damn. 
There's a there's a lot here, but uh, when did you first listen to Tom Waits? Yeah, what is it? What uh, got you? Two thousand and one, my junior the year. The towers came down. Yeah, <laughs> my junior year in college, I my friend Emily moved to Chicago to uh, go to the University of Chicago. We went out and visited her for spring break, and spring break in Chicago in February, great idea. Oh God, yeah, yeah, yeah. It was twenty degrees the entire time, oh, and sure. all we did was drink and listen to Tom Waits and watch movies in her apartment. That sounds, that sounds awesome. Great time. Yeah. Let's go so, do that. All right. That's, that's, is she that's still living there? Uh, she lives. Uh, she uh, in like Evanston now. Ooh, nice. Ooh, why are you lived in Evanston for? Yeah, yeah, she yeah. got her PhD Damn. from Northwestern. I pretty think huge she's working. Dick, huh? That's pretty sick. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we can't quote Kanye anymore on this show. No. It's over. But yeah, from there and then I I went and I started buying all of his albums and that yeah, Going Out West was the first song I really loved. Nice. And did people shit on you? Like, did friends of you get it, of yours besides this coworker, of course, get annoyed with you for putting it on? Not really. No. Actually, my my friend, one of my best friends in college, also got really, really into him. So yeah. We would, we would just put the music on all the time. I gotcha. I feel like co- college is the right time to get into this. I I was uh, maybe I want to say in two thousand seven or two thousand eight. My buddy was all about Tom Waits, and I was like, man, he's so cool. <laughs> I should get into that. And then every once in a while, I'd pretend to like it, but I just, I couldn't get it. I just, that growling, it scares me. <sighs> Although now I kind of, he's kind of endeared himself to me throughout this episode. So there you go. What a do you lot want of people me? are have alluded to it, too. It is sort of a thing, like at a certain point in your life, when you start to get into like Bukowski and uh, yeah. it, it, Leonard Cohen, too. Actually, Jim and Jared brought up Leonard Cohen. I was big into Leonard Cohen as well. Uh-huh. And this, my buddy was into Leonard Cohen. Yeah, too, it's, and I was it, like, he fits. I he's be definitely fits shit. in that like lifestyle type. Yeah. Thing, so, uh, Tommy, what is your past with this man? I don't have a lot, honestly. Yeah. Yeah. I. Uh, yeah, my knowledge was so limited, so I was definitely intrigued. Like, I totally forgot that the Wire song <laughs> was him. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I should. I was gonna look up Tom Waits quizzes, but I feel like <laughs> I don't know that anything would come up that would be. Uh, yeah. <laughs> that would be that fun, and I think that your quiz. Uh, <laughs> really, yeah, I think you nailed it. It was, it was so difficult. <laughs> uh, ooh, actually, this one might be fun. It's Are you a listener of Tom Waits? Let's just do it, and then we'll uh, we'll give our ratings and wrap this back. Okay, cool. Up. What do you think? Uh, let's see. In what U.S. state was Tom Waits born? California. Uh, all right. Oh, is this not one where we? Okay, here we. Go. I got to click start. Of course. Um, the next question is, oh, I got it wrong because I clicked not the right thing. God damn it. <laughs> You're trying to throw this for me. You're what? from Midlands, right? <laughs> they I'm, said I was going to play football. <laughs> I'm keeping track of, of Tommy's points on the side, so don't worry about it. It's fine. Uh, what Tom Waits song is Scarlett Johansson's debut album named for? Fuck. Anywhere I Lay My Head, Blind Love, Time, or Closing Time? Anywhere I Lay My Head. All right. Oh, Blind Love was the other song we were going to do for our wedding, oh. uh, our first dance. Because your wife is, of course, blind. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, what is Tom Waits' middle name? Alex, Johnson, Allen, or Daniel? I think it's Allen. I'm not sure, though. That's correct. Damn. Uh, which is not a film featuring Tom Waits' acting or music? Paradise Alley, The Elephant Man, Bram Stoker's Dracula, or Rumblefish? Uh, the Elephant Man. Let's see here. You are correct, sir. So Damn. is that 2-2? Two, two? Uh, I think that right? it is 2-2. Two, two. Uh, what is the title of Tom Waits' debut album? Closing, Closing time. time. Ah. I'm going to give that one to Johnny. 
Damn it. And it is incorrect. It's blood money. No. <laughs> it's a bad quiz. Uh, which of Tom Waits' songs was covered by the Eagles in 1974? Oh, my God. It's all 55. <laughs> yeah. Uh, why'd you let him have that, John? You're too nice. I earlier, talked about so. it earlier. <laughs> which English nursery rhyme is referenced in Tom Waits' Midnight Lullaby? Sing a song of sixpence, oranges and lemons, goosey goosey gander, or over in the meadow. When I sing a song of sixpence, it's kiss no, me. <laughs> it's not the richer, I'll tell you that much. I think it's over in the meadow. All right. Not sure. Kiss me is a song by it sixpence, is not the richer. Sing a song of sixpence, mm. which I'm going to give to Tommy. Yeah. <laughs> Tommy got that one. <laughs> Tommy's winning. Who was the first artist to record the cover of a Tom Waits song? Josh Caterer, Tim Buckley, the Eagles, or Beck? <laughs> Definitely not Beck. <laughs> the Eagles? All right, let's see here. Do you have, do you have a guess uh, before Tim I put Buckley. it in here? It was Tim Buckley. Ah. That's how we got to do this. Who sings a duet with Tom Waits in the song I Never Talk to Strangers? Bette Midler. Damn it. Damn. That's correct. Uh, which song from West Side Story did Tom Waits cover on his album Blue Valentine? I feel pretty. <laughs> <laughs> One I hand, pretty. So pretty. Uh, one hand, one heart. Cool America or somewhere? Somewhere. That's correct. Damn it! Uh, what was the title of Tom Waits' last album released with Asylum Records? Oh, with Asylum. Um, Blue Valentine, Closing Time, Small Change, or Heart Attack and Vine? I mean, Heart Asylum. Heart Attack and Vine. I think. Do you have any ideas there, Tommy? My only idea is Asylum. Yeah, sounds like the Joker. <laughs> <laughs> That's minus one point for Tommy. <laughs> <laughs> but you can like get it. back Arkham with another Asylum. <laughs> yes. You can get it back with another sixpence none the richer <laughs> reference. They had another one besides Kiss Me, didn't they? Didn't they have one uh fuck. I can never remember their other hit. It's the only song of theirs I know. There it she sounds, goes? Yeah, yeah, I think that's it. No, that's no, the laws. that's the yeah. Mm. I think I might be thinking of that though. I might be screwing that up. Uh who did Tom Waits marry in nineteen eighty? Oh, I said her name earlier. Uh, Kathleen Brennan. All right. You know, uh, she's related to Kevin Brennan. <laughs> oh, the White Guys Matter show? <laughs> <laughs> and you're on that, right, Tommy? Yep. <laughs> that would be so. It's me, Aaron Burke, and Kevin Brennan. <laughs> All right, last question. Which Tom Waits song was covered by Tori Amos on her 2001 album, Strange Little Girls? Ooh. Um, Which is also what Tommy has his Tinder set to. <laughs> <laughs> they have descriptions now. <laughs> I I have no idea. Uh, blind love, anywhere I lay my head, Singapore or time? Time. Tommy is correct. Wow. Right. I didn't keep score there. Who won? I think yeah, it's pretty close. It I think Tommy might have definitely it out, couldn't actually. have been a tie because how many questions were there? There was thirteen questions. I mean, we could do another one for. I've heard of thirteen reasons why, but thirteen questions tie. <laughs> <laughs> That's good enough. <laughs> Tommy wins. John loses. Uh, let's rate this uh, playlist. Tommy, what are you thinking over there, my boy? Loved Old 55. Okay. Loved I Want You. Yes. Then we get into the woods. <laughs> I believe we're at sea. We were in the woods. <laughs> uh, despised Singapore with a fury <laughs> I'd never known before and will never know since. <laughs> I didn't hate it. I just, it, it was definitely scary. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Hang on, Christopher. What do you think about that? Or hang on, St. Christopher. 
Yeah, I didn't. Uh, not for me either. Okay. So then you get to these other two. So Going right now we're at a Chicago. two out of four. And I, yeah, both those I'm kind of on the fence about. So I'm going to give both those a point five. I, I'm going to go with a three. And because it is the year of banana pudding. <laughs> oh, wait. I, uh, going no out west longer. only got half a point. Yeah, I'm sorry. Oh, that's fine. That's right. That's you're right. You I heard thought the lyrics here, were cool. No longer the year of generosity. It is the year of banana pudding, which means that I will change the score from three points to three puddings. <laughs> <laughs> and is that, does that add up one to one with points? Almost. <laughs> Almost exactly. <laughs> <laughs> and because it is uh, Tommy's year of puddings, we'll see that reflected in my it's score your year of, of Jellos. Of, of Jellos, you Cosby <laughs> ass. <laughs> uh, I really, I actually really liked going out west. Um, I loved the first two songs. Chicago gets a point five for me because of you know I should have done bad as me. Yeah, there's a lot of things you should have done differently in this life here, John. But uh, <laughs> I wasn't a big fan of Hang On St. Christopher or Singapore. But wait, what did you go? You went with three? Yeah. I'm going to go 3.5. And because it is Tommy's year of banana pudding, pudding. I will be going with. Uh, I'm going to be going with 3.5 banana wafers. Interesting. Oh, nice. No, I'm going to stick with Jello. Cosby's innocent. Thanks <laughs> oh, for listening. No. Well, you're also pudding. I mean, that's Cosby as well. So. Oh, shit. Oh, yeah. oh no. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, that's what we're talking about. What do you give the playlist there, John? I'm going to give it six sweaters. Oh, oh nice. wait a second. These oh, Cosby no. sweaters. I honestly, uh, um, I don't think they're... I could pick any combination of his songs that I wouldn't give six to. Okay. Really? Yeah. All right. I that's mean, why, I, because he's so eclectic and it's so different that you could, yeah, that's interesting. I, I real into it. I, I, yeah, I love his entire catalog. All right. Well, that's been the podcast. John, thanks so much for coming yeah, on. Thanks so much for having me. Yeah, what uh, would you like to yeah, plug sure. there? I, uh, I also have a podcast. It's called 1994. It's a nostalgia podcast where we go month by month. Oh, we don't support nostalgia podcasts. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> the whole thing. Unlike this, this one, it's a it's a nostalgia <laughs> podcast where uh, we go month by month. Where so, for instance, you know, we just recorded the May nineteen ninety four episode Ooh. from May, and it's myself and Brandon Ream and oh, um, nice. man, my wife man, Amy is our podcast. sound engineer. Hell yeah! And we have a we have a comic on every month, and the only problem is I have to find comedians who are old enough to be able to talk about nineteen ninety four. So. Um, uh, what? Yeah, what was I doing in '94? What year did Dumb and Dumber come out? Was that uh, it was 1994. That is the best year in American history, Damn. as far as I'm concerned. What three, three film. Jim Carrey movies that year: The Mask, That's right. Dumb and Dumber, in one and Ace Ventura, year? right? And Ace Ventura. Wow, how is that possible? That was it's his, insane. His his that was his year. breakout year. Yeah, he was like he did a Caroline's Breakout Artist series. <laughs> 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 uh, Tommy, what would you like to pr- pl- plug there? Pally? Uh, whatever. Go to my website. See all my dates. Yeah, do that up. Um, I'm going to be at Clusterfest doing You Up Live with Nikki Glazer. Uh, what else do I have? Uh, oh, me and Tommy will be doing a live stand yes. by your band. At, at a uh, theater. At a theater in, Bloon- in Bloonington. <laughs> you were just there. I'm from there. 20 hours ago. 
can't say uh, I, in Bloomington, Indiana, for Limestone Comedy Festival. We'll probably be doing stand up around there too. Why don't you come check it out? Oh yeah, I'll be there. I'm I'm not sure if it's a surprise Thursday night, but come to I will that. Too. Hell yeah, we're gonna have a good time. Are you doing that uh, brewery show? I don't know. I think I'm doing a late show. Oh okay. yeah, but we could talk about this later. <laughs> <laughs> uh, LimestoneFest.com for tickets. Uh, it's a great time. There's going to be great acts there. Uh, what's his name? Uh, J- uh, fuck. <laughs> what's his name? will be there. Chris Gethard. <laughs> Judah Friedlander. Margaret Cho. Yeah, yeah. Margaret Cho. He'll be there. Um, <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> uh, it's going to be a great time. Come out to that. Uh, check out our Patreon, patreon.com slash standbyyourband. And if you're not mad at us after this episode, why don't you give us a rating and review <laughs> on iTunes? That helps us out. And if you are Five mad star, at us. Please. To quote Tom Waits, why so serious? (laughs) (laughs) All right. Thanks for listening. Keep it crispy. (laughs) 